welcome back to the Creative Club Podcast. You're here with John Marsh. I hope you're having a great week so far. If you're a coach or create a business owner on this show, we dive into the key skills to help you to grow your business with confidence and without the hype. Today on the show, we've got a conversation with Gemma Hanley. Gemma is a self-expression coach for women. She has a coaching program called Reveal and Rise. And I was really looking forward to this conversation for a while. When we did finally sit down, Gemma had recently relocated north from her home, her new home in northern New South Wales to Brisbane because of the heavy flooding in the area. So by the time you hear this, it will have been a month or so uh, past that date. But when we sat down, a lot had been going on. So we talk a little bit about this at the beginning of the show. And then we talk about Gemma's journey into small business as a coach and building her Reveal and Rise program. And then also dived into some insights around how she shows up in business, how she's able to manage her energy and create consistency, uh, even with so much going on right now. So it's a really cool episode. If you're a coach or you're doing anything online and you're really looking to step into that next level of consistency and business, really, uh, you'll get a lot out of this conversation with Gemma today. Thanks for jumping in. You're here with John Marsh, and this is the Creative Club Podcast. Maybe if you wanted to start off with just talking about where you are right now, I know a lot's happened up in your part of the world that we've seen mm -hmm. from down here with the floods. Um, where are you and how's it all going for you and, and where are you calling in from? Yeah, so I'm in Brisbane at the moment um have relocated up from uh Teven, which is near Tintin Bar, Neary Bar. I'm not sure if you know those areas in the hinterland. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, there's a lot happening down there at the moment with the flooding and lots of people that have just absolutely lost everything and are facing into probably some of the most challenging times of their lives. So um, I definitely feel very privileged and like one of the lucky ones, although um, <laughs> I was affected as well, certainly not to the extent of so many others. So, yeah, being able to come up here, stay with family and I'm dry and I'm safe and I have what I need. So mm -hmm. Yeah, it's been wild to watch from here and... Um... Yeah, I'm, I mean, we're so far removed from it, but just getting messages all the time from people who, you know, like you mentioned, lost houses, lost everything. So it's mm. pretty wild. How has it been for you to, well, I'd love to introduce your business and this kind of stuff, but mm. how has it been for you to, um, with your work, like, have you just taken a break or have you been able to still do the coaching work or do the calls mm. that you do normally how's it kind yeah. of un unraveled for you um this is like the first <laughs> it's still so hard to speak about um so yeah bear with me whilst whilst we move through it but um for me 
there were definitely some interruptions to my business. Um, the property that I was staying on, the house itself didn't flood. It stayed quite dry. Um, but I'm, I'm living on 50 acres of land and the driveway and the roads in were not in great condition on the property before that and have just, they completely washed away. So I think it was close to seven days we were contained to the property. Cars were like my car was locked in there, so I couldn't get out. Um, supplies were getting low, but I mean supplies in the region were getting low anyway. It got to the point where there wasn't really any way you could access fuel and food for probably, I think, 24 to 48 hours at least um, at one point. So, and then that eventuated to the point where internet was completely gone. <laughs> um, and then phone service was really patchy. I could walk... Um, 30 to 45 minutes off the property and I could get some phone service, but I still couldn't get internet. Um, so for some of that period, I was still able to run and um, be seeing clients and coaching women, but towards the end of that, certainly not. Um, and I guess I've just taken the last seven days um, when I my dad came down and helped me and, and once the roads opened and cleared and we got out, um, and it's just been a matter of, you know, once I landed here and I'd actually only moved into that property three weeks for three weeks, I'd finished unpacking the day before all of this happened. Um, and the only friends that I have in that area, I moved there on my own and, you know, was just about to launch into building some community. They were flooded in. Um, to their home for the exact same time period as well. So, um, yeah, I think just holding all of that, when I got back up here to Brisbane, my nervous system just crashed. So um, it's just been a, a really fine balancing act of loving myself through that, resting lots, doing what I can to contribute from up here back into the community. So, um, receiving lots of donations and sending that in the direction of um, civilian-run helicopters still performing rescues and doing drops to communities that are still completely isolated. Um, maybe their roads have been washed away. There's been lots of landslides. Um, there's been towns that up until the last couple of days have still been underwater, like they have not been accessible. Um, so, yeah, the balance of really wanting to pour as much of my my love and attention and time into that as I can um, and then focusing on my clients so the part of the business that's taken a break is just all of the growth parts and the marketing parts that to me right now yeah. just like are not important <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 thank you for sharing I I um yeah I can't imagine going through it you know I've got friends up there as well and yeah it's going to be a long you know, even though there is so much help, so much happening from people supporting, still going to take a long time. It is. Journey. Yeah. Um, I'd love to just share with everyone on that note, maybe if you're keen, talk a little mm -hmm. bit about the program that you run and the work that you do with women and where it's all at and, and how that's going uh, in your business. Mm. So I work with women in the space of self-expression. 
Um, and these women, they have really big desires. They, they're craving to feel respected and confident and alive in their body, uh, in their relationships and, and in their life. And as I meet these women and witness them, the most common thing I see them facing into, yeah, where they feel like they're stuck is their emotional expression and speaking their truth. And for them, that's feeling like this experience internally <clears throat> of this battle of conflict and indecision. And it's something that I have lived through myself uh, and reached this point where it just became almost choiceless, John, where it's... Um, I found myself as this really fierce, strong stand uh, for women being able to express as all of who they are, yeah. And I think sometimes when we speak about that, <clears throat> our minds can go straight to well, what's happening in the environments around us that do or do not allow that to happen. But where I start with women is in the relationship with themselves and guiding them into trust and into the intimacy with themselves so that they can say yes to their own expression and all of it. So uh, the mess, <laughs> the discomfort, the exploration of things that feel really hard. So maybe that is shame or um maybe there's anger maybe there's sadness maybe there's grief maybe there's deep hurt yeah because the more that we can say yes to our full expression the more we get of what is most deeply meaningful to us and and what those big desires are calling us towards so you know maybe that is the relationship with deep deep connection where you feel witnessed and seen and accepted and loved unconditionally um, maybe that is the flow of creative expression out into the world to contribute to the collective um, yeah so it's it's really about that full piece of not just loving on and highlighting and feeling proud about the shiny easier um nicer parts but the mess as well because that is actually um it holds so much intelligence for us to grow more into the truth of who we are and and how we can feel proud of all of who we are so uh yeah after working with 200 women in that space i just found that there was such a need for more structure around it and that's where my six-month coaching experience was birthed from uh, reveal and Rise, which is, yeah, a, an experience that includes practical tools and a safe and self-aware community where the women I speak to, where they come, they feel like there's a real disconnect from um, being able to believe that what they want is possible because often it's not through a lack of pouring their heart and soul into trying to get there. Um, so often they're feeling like, you know, what else is there for me to try? Uh, so when they come into this space, uh, the feelings that they have are of excitement and relief and the process is still feeling hard to them. This is the most common feedback I get. It feels hard, but now it's rewarding. Now it has meaning. And I can see that it's believable this transformation's happening and I'm doing it amongst women who are on a similar path and I'm building awesome connections along the way too so mm, cool yeah. and what would be sort of 
I guess, an example or what kind of things would you would you see shift uh, as a result of that work? So as a result of, I guess, expressing or seeing those emotions more or kind of seeing all of it and recognizing all of it where is it relationships every like would there be maybe a, a not a case study but does anything come to mind where you see sort of shifts on the outside that stand out yeah I think relationships is a huge one it begins in the relationship with themselves um, and I think communication probably is a great example to call on so that begins with okay how honest can I be with myself about what is actually going on here in my experience um, and <clears throat> part of that um, which I teach women is guiding them through not only recognizing what their experience is but actually going into participation with that and then a deeper understanding of that and from that place that's where trust in self can be birthed and we can back ourselves and we can feel capable and then understand our needs. And then a natural expression of that is we can speak more into what we want, into what we need. We can make declarations about what is true for us. And when that starts in the relationship with ourselves, the natural ripple effect is then that begins to happen in the relationships with others. And for a lot of the women I coach, that's their intimate relationships, uh, whether it's an established one where they're really seeking and craving an up level or if it's a relationship they're looking to call in or the way that they've been dating. Um, so, yeah, the ability to, I think a lot of us as women have been taught to use more techniques of like hinting or um, putting out little cues and hoping that someone will read our minds, um, but moving more into the space of really feeling empowered and taking ownership of in a loving, kind and respectful way calling things out for how they are um, and speaking into how we would like them to be in place of that. And so watching the shifts that women experience in their relationships um, is really incredible. Very cool. It's interesting. Mm -hmm. uh, when we do a lot of the work in not just marketing, but sales as well, one thing that happens that it comes up pretty much for everyone at some point in time is that they'll maybe they'll have a lot of you know one-to-one -one calls with the client and they'll be in this position to sort of invite them into their program as a coach or, or create a business and maybe they're not having like success right like the people there's there's something going on there's a little bit of resistance Mm -hmm. And uh, it's funny, as you spoke, it sort of came to mind. A lot of times what we end up working on or, or just spending a bit of time on is how we feel about the offer internally, how we feel about ourselves internally, how we basically what like kind of what you said, like what's going on internally, because when we sit down on the sales call, or even if you sit to write your marketing, you know, mm -hmm. write out an email or a story, it transmits through it. And so uh, and there's nothing you can do to stop it. It will come right through the words mm -hmm. like a subconscious choice. Yeah. So if you don't have a handle on 
kind of, you know, to some level, what you're sort of talking about, it will keep blocking things like mm -hmm. sales, which are really a relationship, right? Like it'll keep blocking these things. So that's really interesting that you shared that. Um, have you found on that note, have you found that as you've become more in tune with what's going on internally for you at any point in time that it's been helpful with the business side, you know, the business relationships, client relationships, sales, marketing, any of these areas? Absolutely. And it's how it's the basis. Like if I said my life had a bit of a philosophy to it, it's how I live my life. It is 100% how I run my business as well. Um, one of the questions I love asking women is, what emotion do you want to feel less of? Because I'll always have such a quick answer to that, yeah. And it's not, I do this with myself as well. And, you know, often it will be, oh, like frustration or maybe it's fear or maybe it's anxiety or maybe it's anger or sadness. And then I'll ask them, what, what do you want to feel more of? And it might be uh, elation or fulfilment or joy or confidence or flow or relaxed, calm in their body. Yeah. And it's always a surprise to them when I suggest that by actually going in and feeling what we want to feel less of, that is how we get to access what we want more of. Mm. And it's kind of a trick question when I ask them, what do you want to feel less of? Because if they were actually feeling it, it probably wouldn't be there cycling and reoccurring over and over again. And this is what I notice in myself as well. I can actually think of a day back in, it was probably January and um, we'd spoken that, oh, we might've spoken that week or later that week, but the day was set aside for me to do a lot of content planning that was going to filter into um, a promotional campaign I was running. I'm not sure if it was a masterclass or whatnot. And it just was feeling so forced and so hard. And like I was having to really like discipline myself in and trick myself into sitting down and getting it done. And for me, like sometimes it still will take me, you know, half an hour or an hour to really pick up on that and get out of that loop. But it, it, it's quicker the more that we practice it. And I was like, cool, that needs to be put aside for a second and actually what I know to be true is the quickest, most efficient way to do that work at an impeccable level that just is something that I feel like really proud of and that I know is my best work is to go and be in these emotions and to drop out of my head and into my body and feel into that. And I can remember on that day part of what that looked like for me was dance and intuitive yoga and having a bath and being with those emotions and be moving with my body and sounding with my body and then it's just like more often than not before I've even finished that process I can remember on that day I was still sitting in the bath and it's like I cannot type or write down all of the creativity and ideas that are flowing through me quick enough mm. um so it's absolutely, it's a huge part of how I run my business and show up in my business. And any time that I stray from that, shit just starts going wrong or jamming up. 
<laughs> yeah. yeah, I like that expression. Okay. And so uh, one of the things specifically that I've seen you do, because I get your emails, is you share a lot of these insights, like what you just explained to me. And I, I remember that. So either I remember it from speaking to you, or you might have actually shared it in an email. I'm not mm -hmm. sure. But you will tell these stories. And you've figured out a way to bring some of this conversation, a lot of this conversation into your marketing. And I was speaking to a woman uh, just two days ago, I think, who's wanting to grow her business. And she kind of works in sort of yoga and sound bowls and these kinds mm -hmm. of immersions. And she wanted to make sure that she was able to create something that was accessible for more people, that it wasn't just like a high-end offering. And we talked about uh, the value of marketing and that when you think about marketing in a certain way, you're really creating these conversations and there are ways to build way like, you know, tons of helpful value through the stories, or it could even be through experiences. Like I know you're running masterclasses and you might have women who read all of your emails, look, get these insights, listen to the, you know, the podcast you're on or come to the masterclasses and not sign up for quite a while, but they're getting a lot of value and they're getting a lot of teaching. Uh, but anyway, back to the question, I like, I really like how you do that. Could you talk a little bit about how you think about marketing? I suppose specifically that kind of storytelling and how you wrap that up in your kind of in your business and your content. Yeah, it's an interesting one to try and answer, John, because I feel like it's just a knowing from within me, like that intuitively just flows through. And I will just have a moment where I know that story needs to be shared um, or I know that that information needs to be pulled together in a way that I can communicate it to women so that they can use it and take it and, and start embodying it and implementing it in their life. Um, and it's something that's interesting about that is, <laughs> and this is probably part of links into that story I told you before about having the day where I sat down to write content, is my best marketing and my best content is in the moment. So I have a notes section in my phone um, where stuff just gets written and it will often be as I'm jumping out of the shower or I'm out on a walk or um, I've just finished driving somewhere and the downloads just come. So uh, I don't know if you can maybe, um, I know that, you know, you work with me inside my business, so you know a little bit more about that. Like, is there somewhere you can sort of prompt me to go, but I don't feel like that's a really. <laughs> yeah, I think I just wanted to. I just. No, it's cool. I, I just wanted to point out that, you know, what you had shared as the story. Like, I think you, what I've seen is you're able to take this and basically deploy it into productive business marketing as well. So, on one hand, you've got yeah. these real life experiences. I think a lot of people don't realize this that, like, our marketing can be 
it can look totally different. Like it doesn't need to be quick tips. It doesn't need to be mm -hmm. Instagram yeah. reels or, you know, it can be in what you're doing is bringing real life uh, what's going on and, and telling and telling really great stories with depth. And then I'll get to the bottom and it'll be like, uh, I love it because you put the 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 name. So I'm subscribed as like John. <laughs> audiences, like the audience is like women, right? So it gets to the end and it's like, so John, like, will you join me for these things? And I always love when I get to the end, I'm like, oh yeah, it's an interesting call to action for me. But um, then you wrap it up into these great calls to action for more content or this kind of stuff. And I, yeah, I just more than anything wanted to shine a light on it. I think it's helpful for people to see yeah. what you can do, you know, and, and really enjoy your marketing. I think. Here's what I can tell you then from, from listening to you reflect that back to me. So thank you is it comes through my values and one of my biggest values, which works very well for me and at times causes me some pain as well is authenticity. And so a lot of the time when I'm sharing these things and when I'm getting that intuitive hit to know that it's the right time and it's the right thing to share, it's because I'm living it. Like I cannot teach anything that I am not living myself. Um, so that's a big part of why that comes through in story for me. Um, it's not separate to me. Uh, it's relatable. It's what I would have needed and wanted to hear when I was where these women are at. And then the invitation feels so authentic to me too because I'm, I'm teaching not only from my training but I'm teaching from what is relevant in life right now. Um, so, yeah, I think that probably adds another element to it is like if we're, if we're trying to create a business or communicate to an audience in a way that is out of alignment with our values, it's never going to feel good. And it's going to be really tricky to find ourselves in those states of flow. Mm. Yeah. And it's so easy to get caught in that trap too. When you look around and you see so many other people in similar industries or other coaches or people doing, uh, you know, things that maybe the <clears throat> few years ahead, right? So it mm. looks like if you were to bring their template of success or what's worked for them, you know, on the surface too, you never really know if it's working for them until you're inside the business, but can be tempting to try to bring that across and then deploy it. But then all of a sudden you're outside of your story, you're outside of your values. Mm, absolutely. Um, yeah. So I'd love to talk a little bit about sales. I know that this is a word that some people listening don't like a lot of people don't like um one thing i've seen with your content and the way that you invite people in is i can sense that you mentioned this word authentic authenticity but i can sense that there's an actual almost um level of care around the invite. So like, if you would like to come to this masterclass or, you know, to send you a direct message or the way that you do calls to action, I think is noteworthy. A, a lot of people, um, the way it kind of goes typically is because we have internal conflict around uh, rejection or around selling, 
when it gets time to do the call to action, it'll be done very flippantly and very, um, uh, I don't wanna say carelessly, but almost through that resistance. It's like, there it is. And then I back away into the cave again, right? Mm -hmm. Hoping that it kind of works. And I don't sense that in your calls to action and the way that you invite people into, it might just be a call or it might be the masterclass or any sort of next step into your world. Could you maybe talk about what goes through your mind or how you think about sales? Because I think some people could get a bunch of insights from that. Yeah, for sure. I think there's two pieces to this and they both link into the word integrity for me. So one is, um, I always like to sell or communicate from the place of knowing that, and I teach this as one of the core truths, core foundational truths in Reveal and Rise to the women before they begin. No one knows what is most right for you, John, better than yourself. Just like no one knows what is most right for me better than myself. I'm not in touch and tapped into your intuition. I'm not attached to your body, yeah. You are the one with the power of what is right, of knowing and access to knowing what is right for you. So for me, when I'm inviting women inside, I'm doing it into anything. I'm, I'm doing it from that perspective of, I actually don't know if this is right for you. So I'm not gonna sit here and tell you that it is, yeah. I'm gonna be really clear about what I can help with, what I do guide women with. And if that feels like a fit for you, welcome. Like come inside and let's have a conversation. And that is true for every conversation, yeah. And I think it's so important. I'm kind of going off onto a coaching tangent now, but and not just for women, for all individuals to understand that, yes, there's experts in certain areas and it's really important to seek information and support and advice from areas we are not ourselves an expert in. Uh, but then cultivating this pause to determine how does that feel for me? Like, what do I feel about that? Does that feel like a fit for me? Is it believable that that would work for me or that would add value for me? And if it's a yes, is it just some of it? Yeah. Is it just going to the masterclass? Um, or is it believable that there's more of that that would be helpful for me too? So that is definitely part of my, like, I'm very mindful of that with my communication. And the other part is, and I guess this kind of links in, like, I don't, I don't believe that anybody needs me and I also don't need them in this sales dynamic and sales relationship. Um, and it has to be a really good fit for both of us. So an example I can give you of this is um, an inquiry call that I had booked this week. I read her application. It was an inquiry for Reveal and Rise. And I could tell, I just had this inkling that I didn't think I was going to be the best fit for her. And so I sent her an email straight away and I just said, look, um, here's, here's what I'm reading. Here's what I'm feeling from what you've shared with me. I'm so happy to sit on this call with you and we can have a conversation. But here's what I think is actually going to value, uh, be of more value to you. Let me know. And she replied this morning and she just said, you know, thank you so much for sending the email before we went through the 
um, process and the time and the energy of sitting on a call together, I don't think you're a fit for me. And I'd said to her, if I'm not, please tell me because I already know of someone who I think will be better for you. And I've sent that back to her. So integrity is huge and, mm. and not just for the relationship as that example of me and that one woman. All of the women who have said yes to coming inside to reveal and rise have done so based on what I've represented to them it will be. So for me to then um, call in or bring other women into that space that has been created as safe and self-aware and aligned and respectful and all of these other wonderful things, um, that detracts from their experience and from where they're going as well. And it's not that these the people who aren't a match or women who aren't a match are bad or wrong. They will just be so much better supported and guided in an environment that's more aligned to them as well. So I guess attachment and integrity are the two words that come up when I speak into what's going through my mind with my approach with that, yeah. Yeah, 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 I love it. And as you grow the group program, is there anything, I guess, on the technical sides, on the logistical sides, on the delivery sides, as you have this group coaching program, you know, if someone's listening and they're, they're very early or they're thinking about going down this road and delivering something to, you know, a group of women or a group of people that you are learning now that's challenging you or that you have learned that surprised you in the last year or anything like that, that you would want to share? Um, can I just ask you are you asking from the perspective of running a business yeah from being yeah, a, yeah being a business owner running this thing and, yeah. and seeing it unfold in real time versus kind of what you thought you know when you started yeah I mean something that <laughs> that I say about running businesses everything takes longer than you think it's going to almost everything everything's a strong word um and it's, gosh, it's asked a lot of patience from me. Um, the areas I find most challenging, which I was laughing as you were asking because you've probably heard about this a little bit from me, is tech. Like I have not gotten through a promo period or a launch without issues with tech and it just drives me up the wall. And I think I sent you an email after the last one and I was like, that is it. I'm not freaking doing this alone again. Um, and so, yeah, that's, that's definitely something I can share. Um, there's actually a story I could share with you, which I haven't told you before. Um, might take a little bit longer though. What do you yeah. think? Let's hear it. So November, December last year, and I think we, we met maybe early October, I, was really thinking about like what's the next direction or what's the next level for me and with this business. And as we talked about earlier on in the piece, um, my business is definitely not my life. Yeah, it's one significant meaningful piece amongst many. And so I was able to recognise that the real drive or ambition to grow beyond where I had reached was not clear to me. 
uh, and I was asking myself this question, well, for what purpose would I scale more, grow more, bring in more revenue? Yeah, it wasn't clear enough to me. Um, and it was, it felt conflicting, yeah, but in my practice of, of welcoming in all of who I am, I allowed myself to sit with that and it's really only in the last couple of weeks that it's really become quite clear to me that it's like a yes, this, this is important to me and there is deep, rich, multiple veins of purpose that feel worthwhile for me to continue to grow and scale that. Um, and so that was is probably an example of something that's felt, felt challenging more recently as well. And it's a different season of business, like mm, to be so yeah. established. Um, and when I say so established, my version of so established, which would be very different to many other people, um, to be so established that it's like, okay, cool, is this where I want to keep um, sending excess energy, love and attention at this time in my life? And I really just wasn't sure. Um, and as part of this move, as part of what I've been exposed to in the last couple of weeks in my local community uh, and greater things happening in the world as well, it's like, yeah, this, this is still the place where I do want to send more of my time and um, energy and love. So... Yeah, that's been an interesting one to explore. It's been challenging of a different nature because there's been no question mark over whether I can and whether I'm capable, which earlier on that can be a big piece. Um, it's more been around how strong is the desire um, to do this because, and actually that's that's probably a great point to, to offer as well, is when we don't have clarity as to the, true authentic strength of our desire to go in a certain direction with business if we're just doing it because it's the next tick box or we're doing it because it's reflected back to us that that's what you do next in business that will burn us out uh, and it was just something and is something I'm not prepared to participate in until I have really great clarity from within myself that okay yes this is this is what I'm going to be doing, and here is the deep meaning behind why, um, and what that will allow me and others to have more of. So, yeah, 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 I agree. So important, and it's it's interesting because you when you work with a lot of business owners, you see that, and you see you see those periods come, and sometimes they're brief, like a week or two. Sometimes they're a year, right? <laughs> and then one of two things happen. It, it, it naturally takes its own course. And then either what you're saying, and I've seen that happen a few times and the businesses have just sort of skyrocketed after that period, but not from doing way more work. Mm. It's like, it's because the internal transmission just got really pure. So now it's like, of course, I want to share my offer, right? Like, it's like, it's the first thing I want to do. And it's not like the business took over their world all of a sudden, but the transmission got really clean. And so the sales got really attractive and magnetic and the businesses just go up. And then sometimes it's not the right choice. And then the business, 
they continue for a while or they change and go to a different direction, which is cool. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's so interesting and, and so important to, and cool to feel that, like cool that you shared that and that you felt that as well, because I think sometimes it happens to us unconsciously. Sometimes like what you shared, it's more conscious. Um, very cool. Very mm. exciting too, huh? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, well, Gemma, this has been really helpful. I think, is there anything else that I know we could talk for hours? Is there anything mm -hmm. else that you'd like to share? We'll put all of your details and that kind of stuff in the show notes too, but is there anything else that we missed that you want to talk about, uh, with the work that you do? No, not with the work that I do. I think the only other thing that's coming up is like, um, Every time I've moved forward significantly personally, but also in business, it's by taking leaps of faith before I feel ready. Um, and so, yeah, I think it's really important to highlight that and remember that people aren't just <laughs> um, lucky or things just aren't falling together. There's aligned risk that needs to be taken for growth, not just in business, but in our personal lives and personal world as well. So. Mm, enormous. It's an enormous, it's an enormous journey, right? There's, an, mm. there's a lot that happens to, to grow a business or anything, like you said. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, I'm really thankful to be able to share little bits of your journey with you and see the growth and see it unfolding and look after yourself in the next couple of weeks up there are you moving back to your place or will you stay where you are now for a while uh i'm not sure yeah. <laughs> i'm not sure i've got some um decisions ahead to to make and to figure out um but it'll all happen it'll all unfold and um for this conversation too you've been such an instrumental part of my business for the last I know it feels like probably coming up to six months now and um yeah you bring so much value and i'm so appreciative of that so thank you oh thank you i'll take that i appreciate that it's <laughs> been it's been a lot of fun Jim, and i really can't wait to see the next step and um yeah seeing more of your work come out uh has been really inspiring and especially i i'm on Gemma's. if you're listening jump on and and get onto Gemma's email list that's where I probably can get the most of your your stuff is on the emails. Yeah. I don't know why. For me, I like to read the emails. I like email stories. If so, if you if someone puts out good email storytelling marketing, like I'm I'm a reader, so I like that. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, I'm excited to see that grow and to see you reach more people with what you're talking about because uh, it's super important and we see it come up all the time in business too. So it's cool to see you sharing from this perspective and helping women with it. Me too. Thank you. That's it for this episode of the Creative Club Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Make sure to check out Gemma's links in the show notes. And if you found this episode helpful, feel free to share it along with anyone else who you think might benefit. Thanks again. We'll see you on the next episode.